Good morning, friends. Today is Friday, the 19th of November, 2021. Today we commemorate Elizabeth of Hungary. Our readings are Psalm 102, 1 Maccabees chapter 4, verses 36 through 59, Revelation 22, 6 through 13, and the Gospel of Matthew chapter 18, verses 10 through 20. We begin on page 78 of the Book of Common Prayer. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator and our Savior Jesus Christ. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore them. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore them. Psalm 102. Hear my prayer, O God. Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. For my days pass away like smoke and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is stricken and withered like grass. I am too wasted to eat my bread. Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my skin. 
I'm like an owl of the wilderness, like a little owl of the waste places. I lie awake. I am like a lonely bird on the housetop. All day long, my enemies taunt me. Those who deride me use my name for a curse. For I eat ashes like bread and mingle tears with my drink because of your indignation and anger. For you have lifted me up and thrown me aside. My days are like an evening shadow. I wither away like grass. But you, O God, are enthroned forever. Your name endures to all generations. You will rise up and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to favor it. The appointed time has come. For your servants hold its stones dear and have pity on its dust. The nations will fear the name of God and all the rulers of the earth your glory. For God will build up Zion. God will appear in God's glory. God will regard the prayer of the destitute and will not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for a generation to come so that a people yet unborn may praise God. That God looked down from God's holy height. From heaven, God looked down at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die so that the name of God may be declared in Zion and God's praise in Jerusalem when peoples gather together and dominions to worship God. God has broken my strength in mid-course. God has shortened my days. Oh my God, I say, do not take me away at the midpoint of my life, you whose years endure throughout all generations. Long ago you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you endure. They will all wear out like a garment. You change them like clothing, and they pass away. But you are the same, and your years have no end. The children of your servant shall live secure. Their offspring shall be established in your presence. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. First Maccabees 4, 36 through 59. Then Judas and Judas's brother said, See, our enemies are crushed. Let us go up to, this, to cleanse the sanctuary and dedicate it. So all the army assembled and went up to Mount Zion. There they saw the sanctuary desolate, the, author, the altar profaned and the gates burned. In the courts they saw bushes sprung up as in a thicket or as on one of the mountains. They saw also the chambers of the priests in ruins. Then they tore their clothes and mourned with great lamentation. They sprinkled themselves with ashes and fell face down on the ground. And when the signal was given with the trumpets, they cried out to heaven. Then Judas detailed men to fight against those in the, cit in the citadel until he had cleansed the sanctuary. He chose blameless priests devoted to the law and they cleansed the sanctuary and removed the defiled stones to an unclean place. They deliberated what to do about the altar of burnt offering, which had been profaned. And they thought it best to tear it down so that it would not be a lasting shame to them that the Gentiles had defiled it. So they tore down the altar and stored the stones in a convenient place on the temple, on the temple hill until a prophet should come to tell what to do with them. 
Then they took unhewn stones as the law directs and built a new altar, like the former one. They also rebuilt the sanctuary and the interior of the temple and consecrated the courts. They made new holy vessels and brought the, the lampstand, the altar of incense, and the table into the temple. Then they offered incense on the altar and lit the lamps on the lampstand, and these gave light in the temple. They placed the bread on the, temp on the temple and hung up the curtains. Thus they finished all the work they had undertaken. Early in the morning on the 25th day of the ninth month, which is the month of Chislev, in the 148th year, they rose and offered sacrifice as the law directs on the new altar of burnt offering that they had built. At the very season and on the very day that the Gentiles had profaned it, it was dedicated with songs and harps and loops and lutes and cymbals. Sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied this morning. Um, all the people who fell on their faces, all the people fell on their faces and worshipped and blessed heaven who had prospered them. So they celebrated the dedication of the altar for eight days and joyfully offered burnt offerings. They offered a sacrifice of well-being and a thanksgiving offering. They decorated the front of the temple with golden crowns and small shields. They restored the gates and the chambers for the priests and fitted them with doors. There was very great joy among the people, and the disgrace brought by the Gentiles was removed. Then Judas and his brothers and all the assembly of Israel determined that every year at that season, the days of dedication of the altar should be observed with joy and gladness for eight days, beginning with the 25th day of the month of Chislev. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle I, a Song of Jonah. I called to you, O God, out of my distress, and you answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. You cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight. How shall I ever look again upon your holy temple? The waters closed in over me. The deep was round about me. Weeds were wrapped around my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land beneath the earth. Yet you brought up my life from the depths, O God. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, O God, and my prayer came to you, into your holy temple. With the voice of thanksgiving, I will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will pray. What I have vowed, I will pay, for deliverance belongs to God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation, chapter 22, verses 6 through 13. And the angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. For God, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent God's angel to show God's servants what must soon take place. See, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. 
And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But the angel said to me, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your comrades, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And the angel said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoer still do evil, and the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. See, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, to repay according to everyone's work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 18. Canticle 18, a song to the Lamb. Splendor and honor and royal power are yours by right, O God Most High. For you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain. For with your blood you have redeemed for God from every family, language, people, and nation, a royal priesthood to serve our God. And so to the one who sits upon the throne and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter, 10, verse, or chapter 18, verses 10 through 20. Take care that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you, in heaven, their angels continually see the face of our creator in heaven. What do you think? If a shepherd has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does the shepherd not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if the shepherd finds it truly, I tell you, the shepherd rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So it is not the will of your creator in heaven that one of these little ones should be lost. If another, if another member of the church sins against you, Go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by our Creator in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together using the affirmation of faith written by John Schimminger of St. John's Grace, Buffalo, New York. 
We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. God be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. A Collect for Fridays Almighty God, whose most dear incarnate went not up to joy but first suffered pain and entered not into glory before being crucified, Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your incarnate, our Savior. Amen. And a spontaneous collect for reconciliation. God, may we be rejoined with each other with all of your creation, with the spiritual realm, the physical realm, the mental realm. May all of the pieces of ourselves and the world that you have made with your holiness and in your love be rejoined together, be reunited in the way that you created all to be May we be reconciled in ourselves that all of the pieces of the beautiful people that you made us to be come together, that we no longer break off and stuff away pieces of ourselves. May we accept ourselves fully and accept others as well. May we be gentle and tender with each other as we go about the business of living and the growing that comes with living. May you bless the work that we do today, the work of living and growing and reconciling. Amen. Let's use the prayer attributed to St. Francis as our prayer for mission. That's found on page 833 of the Book of Common Prayer. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. 
Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And now's the time when we share a few thoughts on the readings. This morning, the similarity of the words of our psalm and our first canticle, so Psalm 102 and Canticle I, struck me. The verse 1b of Psalm 102, let my cry come to you, and the third to last line of Canticle I, and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. The similarity of these verses was striking to me and I imagined, I think inspired also by another verse from Revelations that was not part of our reading today, the prayers um, going up to heaven like incense. I imagine the cries of our hearts and the prayers from our lips um, racing through the universe to God. And then I thought about how God is everywhere, right? God is not separate from us now. God is within us and with us. So I thought about those prayers and those words simultaneously reaching God at the very moment that they were uttered and being blessed by God. And then zooming across the cosmos and creation and also into the fibers of our beings to go exactly where they are needed. And I think that this is part of what the Holy Spirit does for us, is takes the words that we give and blesses them, enhances them, transforms them and delivers them to where they are needed. The last, second to last verse that we read from Revelation today, verse 12. See, I am coming soon. My reward is with me to repay according to everyone's work. There is a cross-reference mentioned here in my commentary and it is the reference references are to Isaiah 40:10 and Jeremiah 17:10. Um I don't have the time to go and research them this morning, but I just wanted to give that to you in case you do. And I think that in this particular moment what the spirit is guiding at least me to in this verse is not that we need to work toward perfection and that however much we've been able to achieve is the amount of blessing that will be given or that there's some milestone and if we reach the mark, we'll be allowed into heaven. 
I don't believe it's that at all. I think it's more like when I was praying the collect this morning, and the one I was kind of making up as I went along, that the work of our lives is is to live, to live in love specifically. Um, And this loving, this growing, this reconciling, all the fruits of love, which are growth and reconciliation and, you know, all, all of those things, this is the work that we're doing. And what God does, what the Holy Trinity does, because we will never reach perfection. We will never be able to attain the level of godliness ourselves. But we are holy because we are, were created holy by God. And God takes that all. And when God repays, it's, it's more that God meets us where we are and carries us across the threshold. God carries us us the rest of the way. Crosses that last leg of the journey to transformation, to heaven, to the next life, and the divine holiness. And I think that this is a fundamental change in the way that we approach the work that we do on earth is that we are not working to earn something, but we are working in and out of love for something. And we are not alone in this. God is with us. And wherever we are when we finish up, when we have done everything we can do, when we have poured ourselves out, whether it is at the moment that we lay down at night or the moment that we finish a task or the moment that we die, God takes us and the the expanse of our life's work and carries us across the threshold. And we meet little thresholds all day long. We have a special saint for threshold time, Saint Bridget. May she be with us now. And so everything from the smallest milestone the culmination of an era. It is God's loving power that transforms and will transform. So may we be aware of the presence of God across all the thresholds of this day. May we be filled and carried and loved and pour that love out into the world knowing that everything that we give and more will be replenished.
that in the pouring out of ourselves, we make also room for God to pour in. Amen. Now then, friends, is the time when we, in communal silence, lift up, circle in prayer, and hold in the light those whom the Spirit has placed upon our hearts for prayer. Apropos, it was echoed in our readings today. Let us pray the prayer of St. Chrysostom. Almighty God, or I guess the better way to say that is that the prayer echoes our readings. <laughs> Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. God's blessing be with you. Christ's peace be with you. The Spirit's outpouring be with you. Now and always. Amen. Amen.